0: Hello, my friends, this is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go.
1: I think usually this time of year I focus on completion first because I've been involved in a lot of different things and if I don't complete on whatever I've done or am in the middle of or haven't finished or you know like usually things for me to go wrap up or I'm going to have this done by this time so I want to complete where I've been up until now because I'm always I'm aware that vision can change depending on what we come up against and as I'm aiming at something a lot of times I start out with one idea but that idea morphs into something either bigger or more or clearer, might be smaller but clearer, a deeper quality, you know, so I want to be flexible for that. So I got to hold it like that. And uh, I usually out of my completions that usually brings some influence into what I want that that's going to be new. I think it kind of emerges from the completion.
2: We want freedom but we prefer slavery. And I think it shows up in the goals conversation because a lot of times people sit down and write goals down first off they t- they tend to be airy fairy about it and like tend to like shoot to the moon type stuff and yet they're not in an honest dialogue with themselves about what's really happening and so there's not like a proper contextualization. We seem like we're wussies or we seem like we're scared if we're not going to like double things over. But at the same point, people like it's almost like a show. And sometimes the most courageous thing is to set a realistic goal. Like, what can we actually do? There's a lot baked into that, right? That's a 10 hour conversation. Like, what what does it mean? What can we do? But yet we end up making ourselves into a robot, making ourselves into a tool to serve the decision we made at the beginning. Now, I'm for discipline. We're for discipline we're for sacrifice and paying the price now for future reward. But I'm saying the the spirit of the human being in the process, we want freedom, but we prefer slavery. It gives honor and recognition to the fact that although I might have set a goal or maybe even set an aim historically, I actually need to be real with where I am. And if I'm in an honest dialogue about my own ways that I lie to myself and ways that I self-betray, if I'm in an honest dialogue about that and I'm actually committed to self-improvement, if I trust myself, then I'm actually able to ironically be looser with my quote-unquote goals. That's the thing about goals is they're set in a vacuum. Right. They're our best idea on a Tuesday afternoon. And I'm seeing I'm seeing it from current reality, like current view of the future as I can see it right now. And I don't know. We, of course, don't know what's going to happen. But then we live this life of kind of silent disappointment if we don't hit our goals and we ought to let ourselves free from that framework. And that takes some guts, especially as a leader. I mean, we see this in the political side all the time. Same thing around goals is like you set a goal too high, people actually don't give themselves to it because they think it's impossible.
1: If you're going to try something new in a new way, you're tracking it so you can see the effectiveness of it. And before you do that, you really got to say, have we really exhausted this, what we're doing? Is there still meat on the bone? And if there is, is it worth going for, or is it going to be more advantageous given our aim to try something new in a new way? There's no formula to that. It's just there's more of an awareness to it and an inquiry into it, given the context of whatever we're aiming at.
2: If you're in a real conversation about goals, it's going to bring to the surface all the unhad issues on the team. It's all about possibilities. And what's possible for the team is a amalgamation of what's possible for all the individuals at the table. So when you're talking about goals and you're talking about what's possible for this team, it actually naturally brings up conversations about people's potential. And if they've been living into their potential or if they've not been living into their potential. My point is that usually we will avoid those conversations in order just to have this kind of socially acceptable BS conversation about goals. I guess my broader point is a goal type conversation can actually be a phenomenal opportunity to do some feedback for how we're doing health-wise in the organization and how we're doing individually in an organization. That can be, I think, maybe even like the biggest gift of a goal conversation is it naturally generates a diagnostic for us about what what's possible because what's possible when everybody's pulling their own weight expands, increases the amount of weight they can pull.